about sunrise? What about rain? What about all the things that you said we were to gain? Yes, good afternoon, everybody, to another episode of the Built Environment on Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM. Today, the last Wednesday of the month of September, 29th day. Today, we're discussing using thermographic inspection to prevent fire outbreak in the built environment. And we have with us an engineer from the University of Ilori graduate. He is Prince Adeinka Akiade Oshumbade. Is a critical facility analyst using data programs to suspect defaults in the wiring and electrical aspect of the building. It promotes safety and fire protection awareness. Just as I said, he finished from the University of Illinois. That should be better by far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he has gone to several programs in the United Nations, in the United States, and United Kingdom. He is the director, Paces of Grace Enterprises here in Lagos, Nigeria. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much, Presenter. Yes. Um, fire and um, fire disaster. What is fire and what what is fire outbreak? Just let's... Okay, fire outbreak, uh, fire disasters. Uh, we know there are so many causes of fire and the general principle is that there are three triangles of fire which is the heat the oxygen and the fuel and when those combine and they are without control that's when you now have the fire outbreak and fire outbreak can occur and it has different causes and as we said today we are talking about electrical causes of fire uh, and how we can actually prevent it so basically fire outbreak will be simply a fire that you can't control that okay. can cause damage to life, damage to property, and we've had cases where there are fire outbreaks, there are reputational damage. In mm-hmm. some instances, the company may never recover from the loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've seen cases of when we have communal clashes okay. and they burn houses. <laughs> you know, you travel around some Nigerian towns and you see that you those buildings never recover again, yeah, they are yeah. never rebuilt. So those are some of the dangers generally of what... Uh, fire outbreaks and what primarily causes them and the dangers they are to the environment. Um, fire, 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 you made mention on electrical fire outbreak. Um, the other most thing that we know is a um, gas explosion, like the one that happened recently at, um, at um, Ijibo. Uh, yeah, we had yeah. one in my estate as well, at Jawa estate some months ago. Okay, then um, Shiratin also. Day. Yeah, but yes, uh, yes. on this um, electrical if you have heard where people say you see somebody and leaving the office, switch off your electrical appliances because of so I begin to wonder how does electrical is it connection or that causes electrical fire outbreak? Okay, so uh, as I said, one of the three legs of the fire is heat. Mm-hmm. And we know electrical power generates heat. Okay. So you know the basic physics I R squared. <laughs> so you have power. So when you have heat Heat is already there present, and when you have fuel, and the heat is up to the temperature that can cause ignition of fire. So what causes electrical fire generally? So when when you're advised to switch off your electrical devices, what they are trying to say is cut off all energy sources. When you cut off all energy sources, there is no probability of an increased temperature 
which will now be the significant contributor to fire which is it so what causes it from there what are the causes of electrical fire so first you might have faulty devices itself substandard material poor quality material you might have what we call under dimensioning so you have a load in cable and in installations there are certain cable sizes that you must use for certain electrical load if okay. it is below you are inviting trouble in some instances the equipment and the devices degrade over time Hmm. Electrical devices are made of metal. They are exposed due to aging, hmm. aging, rust, oxidation, actually handling. You know, some of us don't know that some of the switches we have in our home, they are designed to run for certain number of operations. Hmm. So you may have a switch or an MCB that is supposed to operate for X number of time. And you find out that it is running more than times two of that hex. Certainly, it is bound to fail. And in many buildings, the protective aspect of the electrical system that is required is not there. You go to many buildings, the fuses are bad, there are no annual maintainers. So all the proactive preventive measures that ought to be taken, when they are not taken, that's a disaster waiting to happen. So these are just a few uh, general instances of what causes electrical fire. So to summarize, uh, defective equipment, degraded equipment, uh, Improper professional hacks by people, uh, use of uh, poor quality materials, and of course, uh, when you don't do the right things, and the right things means you ought to maintain your electrical devices. They yes. need to be maintained. Yes, um, Yabatek Radio at 9.3 FM, the station with the vibes. Our studio line 0701800 Zero nine one three one three eight four one one zero. You can please call in to join in this discourse or check us up on all our social media outfits. Um, when you were talking, you raised something about the devices, the fuse and sockets, and I something came to my mind: the economy. Most people use the kumbo. <laughs> Those we use fake. Those we use they say original. So, how do we get the? We are still coming to demo okay. <laughs> to demographic yes. instruction. Okay, so uh, generally, you know, in materials, there is what you call quality and there is what you call grade. Okay. So quality means it must be of a certain specification. It meets that specification. Yeah, so standard. But they are yes, but they are also grade as well. Okay. So you may find a device. A device will be of a certain grade. A device will be of the certain grade. If it's of the certain grade, then it's fine. So how do you manage the cases of uh, substandard materials? That's why we have the standard organization of okay. Nigeria. That's why you have other parameters as well. And that's why you have the professional associations always emphasizing that buy your materials from the right place. Get an engineer to do the work. Get an engineer to do the work. Proper dimensioning. As I said, a load is supposed to be, let's say, a three arms load, and it's supposed to use a certain rating. If you put a 200 arms load there, it's going to fail. Remember the, oh, the installation we did outside? So we have cases where a fuse is supposed to serve a sub-circuit, and it's serving three sub-circuits. Hmm. So even if you have bought the best materials, because you have overloaded it, it is an issue. But they are all reputable. I can't be marketing for brands. <laughs> of course. So they are reputable brands in the market. Just speak to the professionals. 
speak with the authorized distributors of those materials okay. and you will be sure of the quality materials but not only the quality materials but of the right specification hmm. of the right specification so now if you want to drive you want to carry eight people in a car the best thing is to get an eight seater car okay but if you get a car with the no. engine with a bmw engine but the seats are for road safety is going to stop you mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so it's not Overloading. enough to yes. So it's not enough to buy a BMW car. Okay, I'd say I don't want to measure brand, but <laughs> so to, it's not enough to buy the quality thing. You must buy Use the right quality, and it must be the right application. Um, um talking about that, let me give you two 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 instances. Um, first, I think economy is important. Yes, it's not that people don't want to use good things, but the cost now is high. Then two, since we started this program, all the professionals that have been coming, the, the builder will say, employ a builder. You are now saying as an electrical engineer, employ a technician, a qualified lady. The architect will say, employ. So how many people do you want to employ to build a building? Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's, why, that's why there is division of labor. So let me... Just a three-bedroom bungalow. Let me bring it home now. Let okay. me bring it home. So I, I am actually consulting for a school that have a group of schools. Okay. So I went to do a demographic inspection of their boards and based on my recommendation, they need to make some changes on those devices. Mm. So as I said, I don't want to mention names. So by the time you put the high quality brands there, you see the cost. Okay. But based on my experience, I didn't go there as an electrical engineer. I went as a thermographer, okay. an electrical thermographer. But based on my findings, and because I have the competence also, it became an add-on sale for me. So they were like, okay, tell us what do we need to do. Then by the time I went to the market that did my survey, so what am I proposing to them? If you buy, there's a particular brand of electrical product, very reputable. If you buy their complete Book. device, the no no I mean a device the it complete. comes into a box okay. with their Free logo and the main thing inside mm. is going to cost you like that much. but that same board you know what you can do what is most critical in that board is the fuse inside okay if you buy that fuse it won't cost that much as the board, the board. then you will buy an enclosure that enclosure will have the appropriate not clone it's okay. a container and it will have the appropriate IP rating same as that container so what am i saying you want to you want a car to behave like a bmw you take out the bmw engine of course i'm not proposing that people cannibalize but you take out the bmw engine and put it in an enclosure that will still do the same work that the bmw body will do so what we are saying is ss is there which is the advantage of when you work with a professional a professional with a cost optimization background will be able to allow you optimize those things. Yeah. So the, the first brand of device cost 260k. The next one cost 480. This assembly that I'm talking about cost 280. So I will tell the what you are supposed to get for 460, you can still get it at 280 instead of buying the lower brand, who is which will still do the work as I said, is still of the good quality but the grades are different. So when you say you want to build a house, you need professionals because the value they bring is much more than what you think. Quack. Yes. But of course, when we talk about professional too, it must be a professional with all the diverse requirements that are required. If I didn't have that field experience, 
that you can actually get functionality hmm. at a much lower cost. I could have just said, come and buy the device for 60000 Yeah, But That's what the... I'm looking at, because of my professional background, I look at the specifications. The specification is, this is the IP rating that you need. This is the oper operating environment. What I'm constructing, will it do the same thing? Fine. That's Remember the... years That's ago, old. we had this generator that they will buy the alternator, buy <laughs> and the and then they will now assemble them, so it's almost the same. That's what functionality, just to ensure that there's functionality. Yes. Talking about functionality, when I wanted to move to my apartment, the electrician that did the work just bought all these joint fuse and just did everything. And as God will have it, the day I was moving in, it was just tidying up. So by the time the two containers, 45 container vehicles, got into the compound, started removing okay, hot plates, free, okay. yeah, he just ran away. That was last because time. Because he, he knew what he has done in the house. Believe <laughs> me, sincerely, within a week, the yes, are melting. Back, back, back. I will look for him. This thing. So, which is why that I means he used the wrong. Mm, mm, I, I don't want to run to conclusion because I don't have the full details. But what I can say in that instance, ideally, which is why we said use professionals. Before you had moved in into the house, if you had consulted an engineer, yeah. he would have. If you have consulted you a know. qualified person, let me not. The qualified person would have said, "This new house you are moving in. What are the expected loads?" Yes, that, yes. So with that expected load, he would have been able to advise you on the appropriate materials to use. But a typical technician, just from experience, we use uh, we use four mm, we use three mm, we just wire without consideration for your load. You know, in new side they say, "Ah, balabiyan electrician, no shilling, no shilling." You have a tech radio nine point three FM, the station with the vibe zero seven zero one eight zero zero one seven eight three zero nine one. Three one three eight four one one zero. Please call in to join in our discourse. Yes, Prince. Prince or engineer? Which one do you want? Uh, engineer is more <laughs> appropriate for this instance. <laughs> demographic inspection. What is this demographic technology? Okay. Before we calm down, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> asking a question because me, I know normally rudimentally when you enter a house, you sniff. Ah, on the gas, the gas is on. Don't strike any match or something can happen. Or you notice, ah, this socket, this plug is hot. You touch it's hot. So there are rudimentary way or traditional way of detecting fire. Okay. What is demography? Okay, what? so uh, thermographic inspection, very interesting. Uh, it's based on the concept that is called thermography. And thermography basically means uh, you use what is called a device called a thermal camera. Okay. So the thermal camera takes uh, a thermal image of a system, of a surface, of a material, or whatever you are taking. So when you take that thermal image, that thermal image gives you the thermal pattern of that surface and also gives you the indicative temperature level of those surface. Like a scan? Yes, like a scan. So like a scan. So just like... Uh, I don't want to compare okay. to like X-ray. Okay. X-ray is of a more higher wavelength. But you know when you take an X-ray, it shows you what it is. So, But in this instance, it shows you the temperature pattern of the surface or the system that you are measuring. And we all know that temperature is a significant indicator of the status of a system. Okay. When somebody has a fever, how do we know temperature? Okay. But in this instance, we are not only looking at the level we are looking at the pattern. So that's what thermography is. So thermographic inspection generally is when you use a thermal camera 
when a certified and trained thermographer takes a thermal camera, goes to inspect. For in my own case, I do electrical thermography because of my electrical engineering background. Uh, uh, I'm hoping to drive into other ones. I'm doing some other additional training so I can do for other fields. But for now, uh, I'm narrowing, I'm focusing on electrical thermography because it makes it easier because of my electrical background. So, so typically, let me bring it in a particular oui. definition. So I, as a thermographer, to conduct a thermographic inspection, I go to a site me and the client to identify their critical or all electrical devices, be it distribution board, switches and all those ones. Then I'll take a scan of that device. From the scan of the device, I will get both thermal and digital image. When I get back home, I have uh, a, laugh, a software with a Lancet software, which I can use to analyze the thermal image that I've taken. Then based on my electrical experience and some rule of thumb that is used in interpreting, then I can now advise the client on the state of those devices. But of course, they say pictures tell more than enough words, so you can actually see from the thermal, part, uh, the thermal image what the pattern is, what what is the uh, structural integrity, and what is the behavioral pattern of that system you are scanning at that time. So he, he, this thermographic inspection is very reliable than touching the socket. It's, it's not even safe to touch the surface. Uh, it's not safe. Why should you touch an electrical cable? If you, if you're not a trained technician, smoke, smoke only comes out when remember the stages of fire. Hmm. By the time smoke is coming out, it has passed the, the ignition stage, so it's already fire on the mountain when you see smoke. But hmm. with a thermographic inspection, is a proactive, non-destructive way, and you don't need to switch off your system. Except it's even we only do the inspection when the system is live. So we do it on live system. You don't okay, have to power down. Off. Yeah, because, of course, electrical loads is essential to generate the heat. The current must be flowing before we can do More a scan. So you don't have to shut down your system. We don't have to shut down your system. So we take the scan when your system is live at full load, and you can get the thermal image. And based on the qualified thermographer, we can interpret the image that we have seen to let you know what steps uh, you are supposed to so, take. So, wh what you're saying now that if I look at my fuse, I have the wire neat, neatly arranged, still working, doesn't mean... It's not enough. Uh, no it problem. will interest you that uh, later when we go to it, will interest you that some of the posts that I've made on my professional website, you see a fuse that is looking nice. Uh, let me look at, let me liken it this way, pardon me, uh, no offensement. HIV know the shoe for face. <laughs> a system might look neat. Mm. The wiring might be super. There might be no trace of smoke, degradation. The circuit breaker might look solid. But you'll be surprised by the time you take the thermography scan. I showed you some pictures. A, a living yeah, ghost. You will see that it's a disaster waiting to happen. I did some scan and I recorded temperature as high as 70 degrees centigrade. Mm. for circuit breakers and ordinarily they are looking fine the few interactions I've had with people when I'm explaining to them as soon as I beat out my digital camera and I show them pictures that are taken everybody's like wow 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 so it's a preemptive it's a proactive and it's very predictive now um, thermography uh, what's the success rate in the country as uh, people embrace it very well uh, uh, when I up? okay maybe that should lead to the question how I got into thermography oh, okay, okay. let me start with that so uh, around three years ago when I left paid employment I started a business in which uh, I was trying to develop the business 
and because of my process background uh, you know, I've had various positions where I was a specification and standard, and I've been privileged to work with multinationals and uh, multinational companies, and it was always best practice. And I was, and I'm looking for best practice. So I'm looking, I was looking at for best practices for this work that I want to do. So while I was reading one of the documents, one of the standards document, and I stumbled that, oh, this service we want to provide, thermography is a way to verify it. So that's how I started. So when I got it, I started a lot of online materials that I read and after reading I got the necessary certification and so on so it's 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 really a wonderful way of showing what the issues are before the issues happen it's mm -hmm. one of the most proactive way for that a system can use and it will interest you to know that uh, the awareness is catching on okay. it's not that elaborate yet but there are one or two few companies in Nigeria that have it on their website. Mm -hmm. But where, and as I said, what has aided my uptake is that many critical facilities already know about it in Nigeria. Okay. Critical facilities, I once managed a data center. I once managed one of the foremost co-location and cloud infrastructure company in Nigeria. And because critical facilities, we can't even, we don't want it to happen at all. So we have thought of the whole bouquet of techniques that we can use. So for critical facilities manager, thermographic inspection should already be in their bouquet. Hmm. Then many people don't know about it. So for those ones, so for now basically, which is why I'm here today, to create the awareness that not only to prevent fire, there are many other things that... Uh, thermographic inspections can do but it is one of your sure bankers like i liken it to people that uh, you take an insurance premium a thermographic inspection is much forgive me the insurance people when you take an insurance premium for a building what happens it means that if the building gets burnt the insurance people will pay it's not likely they will pay the next day there could be reputational damage. There will be unquantified loss before it happens. Yes. But if you call a thermographer to come in, at least you are sure that you have limited to the barest minimum every potential risk of electrical fire. So when you do thermographic inspection, it's a proactive way of enhancing your fire protection capability of that building. So thermography detects the faults? No. Thermography tell you there's a potential fault. Potential it doesn't fault. detect the fault. Okay. Well, so, I've been you know, remember told. I said the foundation is its pattern lets you know. If somebody is hotter than normal, you know the person. So if the that temperature requirement for a device is supposed to be like 10 degrees above room temperature okay. and it's doing 70, you know something is wrong. So in a three-phase system that is uniformly balanced, if one temperature, if the temperature difference between the three cables are above 10, above 20, that's an indication that there's a likelihood of phase imbalance or a high uh, high connection, high resistant connection there, or there's a potential hotspot. So it shows you a pattern, then you will investigate further to know what the issues are. Now, when it, when it shows you the pattern and you, the, you, the potential You now investigate. Issue, now investigate. After the investigation, what, what next? So now, like, let me use the human body. Okay. Somebody has a fever. The, it is the nurse or whoever takes the thermometer to check that says your temperature is more than 36. Mm. Then the doctor now 
asks him to do further investigative tests to know what is wrong. So he goes for a malaria test and they say, okay, truly the malaria comes out positive. So I would, so in my scenario, I do a scan. I notice in the three, in the breaker, the temperature is higher. So the next thing is I call a technician to come in. When the technician comes in, he might come with, with his clammeter, check that the temperature is fine. He may need to loosen the cable to actually investigate whether there is burning inside or there is a high resistant connection or there are traces of oxidation and all those ones. So we are like the third eye that can guide. So what they cannot see, we can tell you that something is likely happening there. So. Please go and investigate. Please hold on your thoughts. We'll come back right after this short break. Gabatech Consult Limited, in collaboration with Diamond Well Integrated Concept Limited, is offering a three-month basic certificate courses in music production and engineering, music law and music business. For those who seek training and want to thrive in the music business, Admission is on for the June strings, September strings, February strings, and April strings. To register for the training, visit gabatech.edu.ng slash music or call 080-244-4222. The Built Environment is a discussion program that deals with various topical issues like estate valuation, property management, as they affect the functionality and efficiency of the environment. Tune in to Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. The built environment is powered by the School of Environmental Studies, Yaba College of Technology. Yes, welcome back. We still have um, engineer Oshimbade still on the seat talking about thermography inspection to prevent fire outbreak in the built environment. And he has really blown me off my seat. Um, we were talking about the, the acceptability in the country that people are, are picking it up gradually and the awareness is coming up gradually. Um, is there a career path in it as it wants to go for training? I want to chop from the pot too. <laughs> okay, that's that's great. So mm-hmm. just like in other uh, technologies and other vocations, that when you start out. So when I started out, uh, as I explained earlier, I wanted to use the service because it was a best practice for a business I was running. Mm-hmm. Then I got interested, did trainings, obtained certification, and started, and of course learned in the field as well. And being aided by my electrical background. So a mechanical engineer too that is interested, who understands mechanical system, he mm-hmm. understands pulleys, the axes and all those production line. If he learns it too, it's going to be fine for him. So what has been my experience? So when I started out, I wanted to just be, I sell tools as well. I sell electrical measuring and testing tools. So when I discovered it, I wanted to just start selling cameras because I saw I wanted to start selling thermal cameras because I saw that this is an essential service that is needed, both for the insurance company, both the own factories, they need to do that. Uh, But, you know, in Nigeria now with the interesting exchange rate, so when I started with sales, by the time I go out, it will interest you to know that uh, a very good thermal camera, if you want the very basic one, 
very basic one, maybe like six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. Yes. This one. Uh, this one that I have here is uh, is about uh, you can get it for like eight hundred dollars, and it's one of the ten major manufacturers of thermal camera in the world. This uh, I use a flare. I'm not advertising for them, but I use a flare. Uh, I've previously bought um, the Fluke also for a customer of mine when I started selling it. But as I said, one of the challenges cost. So just like the way services started services started because people could not afford the capex so they could pay the opex so that's what brought me actually into thermographic inspection i wanted to be a camera reseller i find that people found the initial cost of entry of a camera high yeah. some thermal cameras go up to like 10 15 000 us dollars so i initial cameras that i bought in so i just said oh, if, okay, if it's difficult for you to buy the camera then let me do the service for you let me do the service for you. So that's how we started. So it's the entry point is not that um, the training are available online. The certification okay. also costs a bit. Then uh, by the time you have the thermal camera, for you to be able to analyze, which is one of the functions of a thermographer, those softwares come with lenses that you mm. need to pay for. So for some businesses, it might just be easier for you to take it as a service. So I yeah. offer what you call just as we have infrastructure as a service. Uh, okay, so it's like so, a service. Yeah, so I do it as a service. It's much more economical for some people. And depending on the kind of uh, facilities that you manage, if it's a critical facilities, it's recommended that you do a thermographic inspection every three three months. If it's mm. essential, you should do it every six months. If it's not essential, you can do it annually. Um, um, the government policy is it? Um, is it? Supporting the thermographic uh, inspection, or so there's no policy against it. No, there's no. It's it's uh, the technology is not harmful. Okay, he's using is it its pattern, so it's not so it harmful. Has, it has so the backing it, of the government. So it's not uh, the government doesn't speak expressly about it, but it's not against government is not against it, but it also enhances what government is saying. Lagos State is talking about safety. We are saying yeah. this tool or this technique can assure your safety. Not only can it help you proactively detect that something is about to go wrong, when you resolve, you can use it to confirm. Okay. And if there is nothing wrong, it will assure you. So I come to your house, I do your scan, okay. and everything is fine. I will tell you the readings are satisfactory, they are within acceptable limits. Then you can go to bed and rest, and God forbid that there is a freak failure. But of course, that's, those are exceptional cases that doesn't happen. So it's very promising. Uh, they should actually. I spoke with one person. And it was like there should actually be a regulation. And <laughs> as I'm going, there to. should actually be a regulation that every houses mm -hmm. should be scanned at least once a year. Okay. If we do that, I am sure there will be. I was doing studies on the rates of uh, fire incidences, and almost fifty percent. Not only in Nigeria. Almost in every reported cases, we have we have that up to fifty percent of reported it's cases crazy. are due to electricity. <laughs> so if we can eliminate that, it will be quite significant. So if you can see when the equipment is degraded, if you can detect an hotspot, if you can detect a cable that is already older than what it used to be, and aside that, it can be it can be used for troubleshooting as well. So not okay. only to detect fault, you can use it to troubleshoot, and it has many applications. 
so you can see it. We, we are talking about the big environment so we are looking at it from the proactive protective side yes there is also the diagnostic side as well that has happened yes so it hasn't happened you detect a fault you want to investigate the fault you can actually use demographic inspection to mm -hmm. do that as well like counting one two three like how many demographers we have in the country now ah uh, when i was doing my research i noticed like two three websites that in had, Nigeria? Yes, that had in Nigeria. But the initial contact that I had was a company based in Dubai. When I, You know what you do in Google search? <laughs> you know? I was looking at how many thermographers do we have in Nigeria. and you know. But we have people that do thermography in Nigeria. But yes, they do it for their own use. So they've done an electro installation and they want to check. They do it. Okay. They don't go out as a service as I'm going. Okay. Uh, hey, me, I'm going out as a service, as a thermographer whose services are available for you to use. And why I can call, I can call myself a thermographer is that I have the training and I have the necessary certification to back it up. So the man that owns a thermal camera will not necessarily call himself a thermographer because what he's just doing is to scan. Is it okay? Is okay? He leaves like it. Obi. Yes. No, not obi as as an addition. To, a, to his acceptance or confirmatory test. Okay. But for me, I come in, I do a scan, I analyze the scan, then I recommend what you need to do. And so that's what separate. So you have, you, so you anybody have, can you be any, finished. Yes. And you drop the bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Certainly for every professional field, for every professional activity, there must be an attendant cost to it. As I said, sure. the cameras cost the fortune. Sure. The training and certification cost uh, hundreds of dollars and also the license that you are going to use. You, you know, know, you know, in this part of the country, in the part of the world, it is what is juicy that people run after. So has it been uh, juicy? So what has happened is that the your bank manager has been calling it. Ah, Prince, are you sure yeah, 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 we are getting there. We are getting there. I got, I got a big, uh, I got a big one. Uh, so about three weeks ago, okay. uh, a very good friend of mine who I'd known when I was the manager at the uh, one of the foremost uh, co-location and cloud infrastructure provider in Nigeria. It's a very competent engineer. So he just called me up. We started out uh, upon him buying a camera from me. So in that instance, that was his never planted. Mm -hmm. He's, he's an engineer who had the Tama camera for his personal use. So when I told him I was selling camera, he wanted to upgrade that camera, but eventually did not buy. So when he got the job, he now called me and like, oh, Yinka, have you sold out your camera? I said, no. I said, can you do the scan? I said, now, now I'm ready to do the scan. I've moved from a buyer to a provider of the service. Oh, so, nice. and it was a very big mall at uh, Ikeja. So he gave me the job, you know, for, we did it for like five days. We mm. went through all the distribution boards. Five that, days? Yeah, it took us five days. It took mm -hmm. us five days to go through all. So it's quite lucrative if when people appreciate your service, they should be able to pay for it. And it's like a premium too. Yeah. It's like a premium. So um, yeah. yeah. Okay. You have a question on WhatsApp. Okay, thank you. Um, good afternoon at Beauty Environment. Can a thermographic be carried out during the earlier stages of construction? So for construction, when it means construction, uh, as I said, it can be done. It can be done at the stage of infrastructure. It's the heat pattern that is necessary. So how does it relate to construction? From electrical perspective, the site must already be loaded. So that means the, the building must be live. For construction, a civil engineer, I'm not a civil engineer, 
a civil engineer who understands structures and who understands the thermal pattern of structures can actually use a thermal camera to enhance. So it can be done. Thermographic inspection has a wild application. But for now, for me, I'm doing electrical, but a civil engineer that is trained can actually use thermographic inspection too during construction. Actually, the first camera I sold, I sold it to a company that was doing, uh, they were actually building, and they were using it to assess the performance of their batching, concrete batching. So if you're batching the concrete, you already have a standard batch, you can take the scan, and when you do other batches, you now do, in thermography, we have what we call comparative studies. So you have like what, in secondary school, we call it control experiments. So you have a batch, a concrete batch, you do a scan, you understand the heat pattern, then you use it to compare with the other one. So it's possible. It's possible you can do thermographic inspection in constructions. But for electrical, the site must be, be live. Yes, there must be load in the circuit. Okay. Um, is there any future perspective? Young ones are training. What next five, ten years? What's the future for thermography? Yeah, it's it's really now wild. Round off with remember, that. You remember I said inspection needs to be done every three three months and we have several critical facilities in nigeria every industry every production site you consider itself a critical facility so with those ones i'm sure as soon as the awareness increases when people become aware of the benefit just like uh, the insurance people are pushing for premium as soon as the awareness decreases which is what we are doing i'm sure that uh, the uptake will increase people will show interest and more people will be doing it and of course most importantly we'll be getting the benefit and it should now be translating into fewer incidences and this will detect it before it happens. So your closing your closing remarks. What do you want to tell us that you have not told us since morning? Okay, what I want to say is that uh, thermographic inspection is not only critical for electrical, it has other applications as well, security, health, mechanical, production system. But most importantly just like as you will put a tracker in your car. The tracker in your car will only show you where the car is. But with a thermographic inspection, before it happens, all this noise about predictive maintenance, it can be as simple as a thermographic survey. We will check the health pattern and we will let you know. With a thermographic inspection, you can go to bed, rest assured. You can detect potential faults that are ready to happen. And when they have happened, and you have resolved it, you can actually confirm that it has been resolved. Wow. Thank you very much, Engineer Oshumari, for your time. We hope everybody is aware about the thermographic inspection to prevent fire outbreak in the environment. So you can always, always call in for further questions that you want to ask. Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM, the built environment. That was our episode for today. Um, I quickly want to do a congratulatory shout-out to a personal friend who just became an Oba. The Alayelua Kabesi Oba Dr. Francis Olabanji Lucas. Ah, yes. Professor just, Lucas. <laughs> he's actually a friend. The Olofin Orubu of Orubu Igongo in Jeshaland. Kabesi say congratulations to you, sir. Your reign will be supreme. Amen. Also, we want to thank the, congratulate the Nigerian of Town Planners, the judge the AGM last, yesterday, a week-long program. And he just congratulated yesterday. We wish them more years in the profession. That was our episode for today. Next week, we're having two people to come in to discuss professionalism in the built environment. Next week, Wednesday, 12 to 1 p.m., the built environment, Yabatek Radio 9.3 FM. My producer, thank you. Decision manager, thank you. God bless you. In your dollar, image is still my name.
The Built Environment is a discussion program that deals with various topical issues like estate valuation, property management, as they affect the functionality and efficiency of the environment. Tune in to Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. The Built Environment is powered by the School of Environmental Studies, Yaba College of Technology.